Due to some violent content, parental discretion is advised. I know you're gonna dig this. Fist hits the bag, one, two, and comes back. Single fist here, you hear that beat? Think outside the box and be your exit on top of them clocking them, sending back to the corner for oxygen. Golden gloves, I know myself, I know the game, it's not a game, I know the ring, I want the belt. Finding the rhythm, they hit them, split them, and touch them, and tip them, hit that six pack, with that pig jab. Up a cut the bro, making them fall down, break them all down, twist stand, hit the toe, in the hands, give some more. You are not Muhammad Ali, anomaly, and made weather, pocket y'all, prodigy in the midst of this, 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 S2, hot to rock, think out the box, you know I got the rock, speed back. That would be a little Gorilla than the planet of the apes. I ride a punchline and plant it on your face. Eat a punch that you ain't even got a taste. Here's a shot that you ain't even got a chase. All right, and I'm back uh, for another edition of Punchlines, okay? Punchlines here, live from uh, the Bronx, New York, as I adjust my camera real quick. There we go. All right, so news dropped, all right? And I went over to this this morning when I was checking out the news on a boxing scene, and uh, I, you know, reviewed exactly the core details, all right? Uh, I've got to be honest, this actually shocked me, okay? It shocked me that the zone who... Just a, a short while ago, I mean, it was reported that the zone invested a lot of money uh, into AJ, right? Or at least signed him to a very lucrative contract. And then all of a sudden, I mean, you want to talk about egg on your face. AJ's very next fight against pound for pound, a guy who I think, and I'm not big on the pound for pound sense in the honey I shrunk the kids, but pound for pound in terms of accomplishment, a guy who I think is number one in the sport of boxing in Usyk, AJ signed on to face Usyk rematch. AJ signed on to the zone to be his broadcaster. And in the very next fight, the zone gets outbid by sky returning him to the outlet that had broadcasted all of his fights since the beginning of his pro career. This is a bad look for DAZN. This is not a good look for DAZN. And I've been I've been waving the DAZN pom-poms since DAZN started. I've I've been a DAZN pom-pom guy. You know, I'm like one of those guys in the, that you see with the cheerleaders, right? throwing them up in the air, catching them. You know, I'm out there with the bullhorn, right, chanting, right? I'm there doing my dance in front of the college team band. The zone is great. The zone is amazing. The zone is the model. The zone, the zone, the zone, right? Uh, I mean, the only other person probably been more positive about the zone than me is, is H Money. Shout out to H Money, a.k.a. Mr. The Zone. I mean, but, and I'll tell you why I've I've been positive, so positive about the zone. I like the model, right? I like, you know, when I, when I was a kid, I used to like the all-you-can-eat buffet, right? 
as I've grown older, uh, you know, I've, I've sh- kind of shied away from the all you can eat stuff. Although I did go up for all you can eat sushi with my wife just the other day. But I try I try to cut down on the all you can eat. Right. But what, what I like is the ability to play. Sorry, pay a flat fee. And then consume as much as I want. I like that. Right. I, I like that as opposed to you know, uh, paying for it dish by dish, right? Just, just give me every, get, let me go to the buffet table and let me get everything that's on the menu one time, right? So I like the idea of the zone being kind of like a Netflix, if that makes sense, where you pay your monthly fee or I pay a yearly fee and then I get everything. But then stuff started to happen. Right. One of the first things that happened was uh, the first Canelo fight to go on pay-per-view. All right. And I was like, whoa, OK, it's the zone pay-per-view now. Interesting. Interesting. Because when I when I signed up for the zone, it was for no pay-per-views. I don't like pay-per-views. I buy them, but I, it, it's it's a uh, it's not something that I love. Right. So. Okay, I mean, whatever. I actually went out to Vegas for that fight, so I didn't actually buy the pay-per-view. But uh, I, well, I didn't really like it that much, if I'm going to be honest. Right? Uh, but then the AJ signing was announced, and I said to myself, you know what? They're probably going to do with AJ what they did to Canelo in the United States, which is put him behind a second paywall. So the first paywall is you got to buy the zone, Right? The second paywall is now that you've already bought the zone, we're going to make you like tap a button to pay us more money. I was like, okay. Now, I mean, you're not even getting that in the UK, right? And the zone made a big deal of that UK expansion. I believe it was a pound 99 when they entered the UK market. It was a euro 99 when they entered like the EU market. With the promise of bigger and better things to come and and with the expectation amongst a lot of people that that rate would rise, right? But that when it came time to AJ, AJ would end up on the zone, right? And the zone, let's face facts, the zone has been investing a lot of money in fights that if you really ask yourself, you're like, did they make any money on these fights? What's the turnover on these fights in terms of the amount of subs that they're getting off of the investment in these fights? Right? Because, you know, I, I watch Shark Tank every now and again, which is funny. It's like the most capitalistic show on television, and I'm, I'm definitely not that. But I find it entertaining, and one of the things that – comes up routinely on that show is customer acquisition cost right how much does it cost for you to acquire customers right the zone has been investing in these fights and paying for fights like the uh garcia fight that they put on right i mean 
I mean, I, but this was obviously before his retirement, right? Mikey Garcia. Did they make any money off of that fight? Have they been making money off all of these fights that they've been hosting in the in the or broadcasting in the 115 pound division? Have they been seeing a value in terms of customer acquisition costs? Right? Uh I, I don't I don't really know. I mean, because the thing is, are you now gonna be a platform that doesn't show the biggest stars in the sport? And when you're showing them, like with Canelo, you just put them behind the paywall. Right? I mean, in the UK it's looking like that. Right? What, what what are you getting in the UK? Guys in the UK, help me out. Right? In the U, guys in the UK, help me out. The Team Batman Boxing started this off here. He says, I'm glad the casual coverage guy can give is unmatched here, here being in the UK. Right? George H says, this can't be good for matchroom to zone relationship. Be surprised if the zone don't give, don't have the US slash global rights. King Jimbo Sky dropped a mega bid of nearly 35 million. JC comes in with that Arab money. Team Batman obviously doesn't matter to me, but Sky do reach so many casual boxing fans. It's great for the AJ fight. I'm sure they're hoping he can win and then fight on the zone in future on the back of the win. King Jimbo. That 130 million site deal gave the Saudis full control of the fight's rights. King Jimbo, what happened to AJ's DAZN deal? I heard it was a multi-fight mega deal. These are all questions. All right. And George H says, yeah, without a doubt, this fight was meant to be DAZN's UK pay-per-view starter. See, I mean, perception is everything, right? And right now, the perception of the zone went from being, this is a place where you can watch high-level boxing as part of a monthly subscription package or a yearly annual package to this is a place where you're going to watch B, B-plus level boxing, maybe. A-level, probably in the 115-pound division. So A-level with the little guys, right? But when it comes to the big blockbuster events, one of two things is going to happen. A, we're going to put it behind the paywall. Or B, we're not even going to get rights to it. It's just going to go to sky. Again, depending on what market you're in. So a number of questions here pop up. One, Where is this fight going to land in the United States? Right? Two, why hasn't that part been announced yet? Three, is the zone really going to heavily invest in a fight that they don't have rights to in their biggest market? 
the or one of their biggest markets, the UK, in a market that's very important to them, in a market that they've heavily invested in? I don't know. I mean, I, I don't like, and again, when you, another question, is the zone happy about this and how does it drive their relationship with Matru moving forward? Right? Because think about it. What is, what have they been getting from uh, Eddie Hearn? I mean, I've enjoyed it, you know, watching the 115 pound division. There's no doubt about that. Right. But is that is did the zone enter the boxing landscape to televise fights in the super flyweight division? Probably not. I'm sure that when the zone entered the market, it, you know, and and plucked down all of that money on fights like. Garcia versus Vargas and others. All of those Demetrius Andrade fights and others. Jessica McCaskill fights and others. That they were doing that to kind of maintain their presence in the sport with an eye on the big prizes, principally Canelo and AJ. At some point, they realize, you know what? This whole Canelo uh, situation, it ain't really working out for us in terms of competing with the biggest players in the sport. We've got to put them behind the paywall now. At some point, you know, uh, they decided, yeah, we're going we're to go after AJ. But Look, may, maybe I'm naive here, but I've been seeing a lot of people saying, oh, well, you know, you know, th- this this first fight wasn't part of the deal. How does it make business sense to sign AJ to a long term deal on the zone that only starts after he takes on an opponent who can not only potentially beat him, but knock him out? Does that does that make sense? Does that make sense? Right? And I understand they've taken this fight to Saudi Arabia. I mean, what is the zone? What, what was their opinion of that? Right? Because I can't imagine that they would have been cool with Eddie taking AJ to Saudi Arabia and, and, and giving up the rights, the television rights to the fight to anybody. So King Jimbo says, didn't Sky Sports have a working relationship with ESPN? Expect it to be on ESPN Plus in the USA. Will the zone invest in that fight if they've missed out on that fight in the main market? No, they will not. Look, if I am the zone, if I'm the zone, I'm not bidding on this fight in the US. Why would I do that? I'm, I mean, you've, you've been outbid in one of your major markets and like your main emerging market. 
right? The biggest market they've they've entered into since they entered into the United States is the UK slash Irish market. Right? I mean, with all due respect to my EU brothers and sisters, I mean, I know you'll you'll admit that boxing isn't as big in the EU as it is in the UK. So, you know, this doesn't make much sense to me, right? Johnny Gafford just shows how desperate the zone was to land AJ. You wonder what their subscriber count is that's leading to them to these desperate decisions. I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe ESPN will... will Going going back to Jimbo's Jimbo's question, maybe ESPN will bid on this fight in the United States. I mean, that's a possibility, right? Maybe they'll bid on it, but I, I how did it go for them with with White taking on Fury? That was that a financial success for them? I mean, they weren't exactly boasting about the numbers that I generated on pay-per-view in the United States. I bought it. I'm sure a lot of people here bought it, right? But did they make money on that fight? And if they didn't make money on that fight, why would they venture off into broadcasting AJ versus Usyk. And also, I don't know if you guys have noticed, but like ESPN, uh, look, boxing isn't exactly their priority. Um, I believe they pay Bob Arum about like 90 million a year to, to put on his, let's call it a hundred million a year. To, to put on fights on ESPN. That like that's a drop in the bucket for for ESPN compared to what they invest in other in other sports. Uh I don't know what the rights fee would be for this fight in the United States, but neither of these two guys are going to be fighting on ESPN again after this fight. So, uh, you know, why would ESPN put it on? I mean, ESPN literally delays Boxing matches for college women's softball. I mean, are are they going to pay big bucks to put on this? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not going to be primetime television in in the United States either. Let's remember that, right? Because it's going to be evening in Saudi Arabia, right? Um, So the the time's going to be very, very different. So... I mean, look, major L for Eddie Hearn. Uh, Look, Eddie's getting paid off of this. So, I mean, usually the promoter gets like, what, about 20, 25% at most. But, I mean, if he gets 20% off of $120 million, he's not taking an L. The zone is taking an L. I think the zone is taking an L because... A lot of these fights that they've been doing have not been the blockbuster like fights in the sport, right? And now they've lost 
the rights to a fight. Here's the thing, too, before I get to pugilism comment. The thing, too, that's interesting here is this happened after the big announcement that AJ was going to zone for multi-years, for multi-millions. So, again, if AJ loses to Usyk, you don't even get to televise that. What what are you going to do? You're going to televise AJ's comeback and pay multi-multi-millions for it? I don't know. Uh, I, I would assume that they're smarter than that. I would assume that they've built in contingencies and clauses that call for lower uh, rights fees if AJ's losing. But given the fact that they've kind of dropped the ball on this one, I don't even know if that's true. Let's go to pugilism. Pugilism says the zone may as well uh, end up like Ted Turner, WCW. NWA giving in to Vince McMahon, WWE, PBC, Showtime. The top tier boxing network production is PBC statewide. The zone and Showtime to be affiliated with Viacom. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think that the PBC, the, the problem with the PBC, honestly, uh, pugilism from my understanding is that they've lost one of their two major broadcast partners, that means Fox Sports, all right? And they're going to be forced into a situation where uh, they've only got Showtime and they, they need an outlet. So, I mean, but if you're the zone, right? Uh, what What's better? Picking up PBC cards that, don't find a home on Showtime or, you know, picking up leftovers uh, or, or fights that have been losing you money month after month for the past two years. My, I mean, businesses lose money when they start out. There's no doubt about it. Businesses lose money when they enter new markets. There's no doubt about it. But you make those investments, you take those losses to land the big payout, right? And they just lost it. They lost it. Look, I'm going to keep it real. I think Usyk is going to win the rematch against Joshua. I've been saying that. I, I picked Usyk by stoppage in the first fight, and I almost got that one bang on the money because it looked by late round stoppage too, because it looked like he was about to stop Joshua. He didn't. I don't see Joshua winning this rematch. So sky sports gets to televise Joshua's rematch with Usyk where he let's, let's let's let's, if it plays out the way I think it will play out sky sports broadcasts, Anthony Joshua's, last attempt at a heavyweight championship and or most recent attempt at a heavyweight championship and what the zone televises his non-title contests as part of his comeback it's a big investment in a comeback could be Here's here's why here's why it matters, pugilism. I agree with the sentiment generally. Could care less who wins the boxing production wars, just make and give the fights. Here's the thing. 
the zone won't be in boxing much longer if this kind of stuff continues. They won't be because people won't continue to subscribe at the levels they need to turn a profit. At In which case, what you're asking for here, just make and give the fights, becomes more difficult. If the zone decides, you know what, we're no longer interested in publicizing all of these fights that lose us money, that don't generate subs. We've made our best effort here, but look, we 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 can't compete. Right? And we've just gotta we just gotta get out of this. Right. So beginning in 2023, like you won't be seeing much more boxing on the zone. That's not good for boxing fans. Right. And what I used to appreciate about HBO back in the day, before they went into the let's sign up and be exclusive with promoter situations, HBO literally just used to bid on the best fights, at least under Luda Bella, when Luda Bella was in charge of HBO. They would bid on the best fights. You'd have cross-promotional fights on HBO, right? I think that that is the play for DAZN moving forward, right? Just buy the best fights. If PBC is looking for somewhere to put on a fight that they that Showtime doesn't have uh, space for, put it. Let, let's get a get an offer out there. Let's put it on 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 DAZN. Right. And do that with other promoters. Right. Because PBC is a good one to use. You know why they're not actually exclusive here? Because they've worked with competing broadcasters at the same time. They worked with Fox, which in no way is related to CBS Viacom. They're actually competitors. CBS is a direct competitor to Fox here in the United States. So, yeah, our. Put on some some PBC shows. King Jimbo, I don't... I can't see the zone being happy to pay big money for AJ Usyk 2 only to stream it everywhere except that fight's main market in the UK. It'll be non-peak time in other arenas around the world. I agree 100%. 100%. I don't see them putting their promotional and marketing powers behind a fight that's going to be on another broadcaster in one of their main markets. So why support a competitor? Pugilism, too much money on the table for AJ and Wilder to leave behind. Win or lose, AJ always has the Wilder matchup in UK or USA. I guess, is that going to be his comeback fight? Wilder? Is AJ going to be Wilder's comeback fight? I mean, I don't know. Look, the, the, the idea that was presented to me in the beginning about the zone clearly is no longer what the zone is. Clearly, the zone is no longer the platform that, for a flat fee, gives you the highest level boxing fights and the biggest event that are on offer in the sport. It's just not that. 
right now the zone is is broadcasting you know the 115 pound division which i like all right uh pay-per-view fights for middleweights right and really that's about it Right, and I guess fights in. If, if, if you're a big fan of women's boxing, then yeah, the zone. Although, what might be the biggest women's fight of the year with another? By the way, the undercard to Shields versus Marshall features a matchroom fighter, Alicia Baumgartner. She's taking on a top-ranked fighter in Michaela Mayer. So, I mean, yeah, you have some female fights on the zone, but guess what? You're getting a great female fight on Sky. George H. agrees that exactly it's the long-term promoter broadcaster deals that has credited this side of the street bullshit. 100%. Moving forward, here's what I'd like to see. I would like to see The Zone become what HBO used to be when I was growing up. Right? And what I mean by that is a place where what I mean by that is a place where we're going to bring promoters together for the biggest fights or we're going to buy the biggest fights that promoters are putting on. No long-term relationships. Right? Because if I'm the zone, how is this long-term relationship exactly worked out for you? Right? You've been losing money. Uh, you've put on some big fights, but the biggest fights, you're either losing them with, with Joshua Usyk, the rematch, or you're having to put them behind the paywall. That is not what was presented to us at the beginning. Pugilism. Yeah, forget about the zone initial sales pitch. It's a serviceable alternative. That's pretty much what it is. I mean, at this point, uh, the zone is like, I don't want to go to extremes here, but it's almost like, do you guys remember Fight Nation back in the UK? Will it turn into a, like a Fight Nation? Right? Yeah, they're putting on some fights. Yeah, there's a a, a monthly fee attached, but are you really getting the best fights or are you going to have to go to Sky for that? Right? Are you going to have to go to Showtime for that here in the United States or... Or are you going to have to invest in this, but at the same time, and I mean with an annual or monthly subscription fee, but at the same time, go behind two paywalls. Right? King Jimbo, Canelo versus Triple G3 is probably the zone last big attempt at a pay-per-view. AJ's gone, and they don't have a deep stable for Canelo. They're already doing it. KSI pay-per-view and have dropped several guys the zone might drop out absolutely I saw that news too actually earlier in the week I probably should have reported on it on the daily news show that I do now right but yeah I mean they're going into YouTube boxing again like KSI's company I forget what it's called but he signed like a long-term deal with the zone or a multi-fight deal I should say right and at the same time we've been hearing murmurisms We've been hearing murmurisms uh, or murmurs. I don't know what the word is <laughs> that uh, rumors that a is going to go over the sky. Right. 
They made a big announcement that Baumgartner had Sky signed the match room. She's now fighting on Sky against Michaela Mayer. And yes, yeah, sorry, I said I said Fight Nation. I meant I meant box box nation. King Jimbo, you're right. The zone should act as a third party and buy the big fights and invest globally in mega fights. One hundred percent. And I'll give you an example of that, right? I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, people that subscribe to me, they're, they're, they're boxing heads. They know this. Kazuto Ioka is taking on Dani Nietes next week in Japan in a rematch of a great classic fight that was actually won by Dani Nietes. It was a close fight. No broadcast partner for that. None. Not here in the U.S., I don't know who's showing that in the UK. Here in the US, there's no broadcast partner for this fight. The zone should be putting that fight on. Right? That's that that would be my play. That would be my play if I'm the zone. What are the big fights? Let me let me bid on that. Let me bid on Kazudo Ioka and Donnie Nietes the rematch. I'll bid on that. How much are we talking here? That sounds reasonable. I'm going to buy that fight. I'm going to give it to my subs. Right, and yeah, you're absolutely right. It's it's Box Nation. I, I, what did I say? Fight Nation? I meant Box Nation. Yeah, I did. I, that's exactly what I meant, Dwayne and, and George. I meant Box Nation. Virtuoso, I've had mostly positive experience with DAZN. I'll be honest, when their content gets dry, I unsub. But when they put on fights that I want to see, I'm back on. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I've, I've had a mostly exp- a good experience with the zone. But you know who hasn't had a mostly positive experience with boxing? The zone. The zone has lost money. Like major money. Like 10 figure major money. Entering these new markets where they've put boxing at the forefront. Right? And now, the guy they have an exclusive relationship with, the guy who I think is the best salesman slash promoter in the sport of boxing, a guy that could sell sand to the desert, and a guy that could sell water to the ocean, Right. A guy that could sell light to the sun, Eddie Hearn, is now hosting arguably the biggest fight of the year. Definitely the biggest fight in his promotional realm on another platform. Right. Oh, no doubt, pugilism. Yeah, Donnie Nietes is an all-time great ATG fighter. He's fighting next week. No broadcast partner. And who is he fighting? One of the best, most talented fighters in the sport, Kazuto Wioka. Losing a Coley isn't a big deal. He is overrated. Well, uh, maybe, but... Riaka pours on 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 Sky, and whether you think Akoli's overrated or not, sign me up for Akoli versus Riakapur. And that fight, if if the reports are right, won't be on the zone in the UK. Who's going to be televising it? 
sky. Team Batman Boxing, isn't it one of the most downloaded paid apps in the world? They have made progress in that sense, but I do feel them having some allies is good overall if they didn't have guaranteed dates. I mean, <clears throat> the big problem here that for me that the, 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 the zone did, the big mistake they made was after everything that's gone on thus far, right? Losing money with exclusive deals. Exclusive deals with 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 Eddie Hearn Matchroom, Oscar De La Hoya, Golden Boy Promotions is the exclusive deal route, right? Because the big the, the big mistake here, the egg on the face mistake here, was doing an exclusive deal with Joshua, where. It, 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 first of all, just doing that deal. And secondly, doing the deal with Joshua where the first fight is not his next fight. What? How do you do a deal with somebody in boxing where the first fight is not on your platform and when they might actually lose that fight? And by the way, the uh, uh, Joshua against against... Deontay Wilder, as much as I like Joshua versus Deontay Wilder, that fight's only actually going to happen if there's on the zone, if the zone can work out some kind of a deal with the PBC. That's the only way. I mean, otherwise, uh, where's that going to happen? Josh, you know what? Let me bring up that. Let me bring up the rankings. All right, let, let's look at the heavyweight rankings. All right. Official heavyweight rankings. Let's have a look. I'm going to pull that up now. All right, and I'll full screen it. So, I mean, who's fight number two going to be against? Let's look at the guys we actually care about for, for, for fight number two. And by the way, I mean the, the fight after Joshua Usyk, right? AJ loses to Usyk. Is AJ Fury going to be on the zone? Is he going to be on the zone? No. What about AJ Joseph Parker? Uh, what about AJ Frank Sanchez? Uh, what about AJ Luis Ortiz? What about AJ uh, Michael Hunter? AJ Robert Hellenius? AJ Joe Parker? I mean, I could go on and on. All of these guys are signed to other people. So basically what you've done is you've signed the guy to a long-term deal, right, where... He might lose his next fight, which, by the way, you're not going to be broadcasting. And then any fight after that that's that's interesting to most fans is going to be difficult, if not impossible, to make, right? I didn't say Deontay Wilder. Look, unless the zone works out something with the PVC, that's also. <laughs> right? So what are we left with if, if, if you're looking at, at 
at the zone in AJ. Philip Hergovich, yes. But that's a dangerous opponent for AJ if he's coming off a loss. That's a dangerous opponent for AJ if he's coming off a loss. I guess maybe they go to 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 uh Zhang Zilei, right? And, and try to do a big fight at the bird's nest in Beijing. I don't know. But here we go. Uh M Easy Box. Uh Frank Sanchez is signed to the PBC. All right, Frank Sanchez is signed to the PBC. All right, uh, Michael Hunter, he's with Sky. He's with Boxer. That was announced earlier this year. He signed on to box with Sky. Uh, the first fight of that deal was supposed to be against Huey Fury, but Huey Fury, I think some, something happened. He had to back out of the fight. So, uh, Pugilism pointing out, and Jalalov is on Showbox now, too. The suits, no Debella Jalalov, going to be a serious contender. Whoa, steady now. Even in defeat, AJ generates the money to get most fighters in the ring. Really? Well, I, I mean, that, 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 that didn't, that didn't happen, uh, with, with, Wilder the first time, right? I mean, I mean, it happened with Pulev. It happened with Pulev, right? Who was aligned with Top Rank, ESPN. But here's the thing. That was when AJ held a title belt. AJ held a title belt when he fought Pulev. And at that time, it made sense for... AJ Pulev to take place, especially if you're Pulev's promoter and Bob Arum. Like, why not? What do you got to lose? If Pulev wins, now you got Fury and Pulev and all the belts. But if we go back to this list, right? And again, this is AJ coming off of two straight losses. This is AJ without a belt. This is AJ aligning himself to a broadcaster that has decided to invest in a guy who lost his, you know, lost his rematch to Usyk, right? I'm I'm playing out the scenario where Usyk wins because I actually think Usyk wins. So Usyk beats AJ. Now the zone has the exclusive deal with AJ and is going to be televising AJ's comeback against who? Joe Joyce, he's BT Sport. He's Frank Warren. Why is he going to go go over to the zone for that fight? Matter of fact, at that point, Joe Joyce, who's ranked number one in the WBO, number two in the WBC, he's going to be looking at a champion. He's not interested in fighting AJ at that point. Right, maybe Joseph Parker would be interested in getting some some revenge, but I'm sure Joseph Parker would be eyeing a, a, a title as well. Right, Daniel Dubois. I mean, I'm sure Daniel Dubois would fancy a fight with AJ, but Andy, uh, but Dubois is on Sky. 
I guess, what, Katie Taylor, Amanda Serrano? Maybe. I'll, I'll give them that. Uh... The problem with, with 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 the Canelo fight was was uh, the fact that it was on a pay per view. Let's go. I guess we got to go back, right? We got to go back probably to Canelo, Billy Joe Saunders. I'll give them that. I'll give them that. But yeah, you, no, you're right, uh, Team Batman. Thurman Barrios was a pay per view, but uh, that to me that should have never been a pay per view. All right, and, and the reason it was a pay per view is because Fox wasn't willing to put up a, a guarantee for those guys, all right? Fox wasn't willing to put up a guarantee for those guys, so they had to put it on pay-per-view. Luis Ortiz, Frank Martin was a pay-per-view. I bought that, but was it a pay-per-view-like level event? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Tosin Balogun believed that's Yoruba. Uh, name correct me if i'm wrong yet to see pay-per-view on netflix seeing brand new dave Chappelle, seeing brand new action movies damn even eddie came back after an exodus with dolomite all part of the subscription exactly right you look at amazon prime video same thing like i they got some great stuff up there even some of their original stuff is really good there's this uh series with uh Chris Pratt, I think is his name. He he it's on uh what's it called? It's called uh Terminal List. I really enjoyed that. Right? King Jimbo, the zone underestimated how weak boxing was in the American market. They barely have one million subs in America. Once COVID hit and they lost over one billion, they were forced to jump on pay-per-view to survive. Yeah, I mean, it's just been a combination of bad luck, bad planning bad strategizing because the big mistake was hitching your wagon uh, to one horse or in this case, two horses or maybe one and a half is, is does golden boy even really have a full horse in the game right now? I don't know, but they hitched their wagons to Eddie and to golden boy. When in reality, they didn't really have to because Eddie Hearn wasn't going to get an exclusive broadcast deal with anybody else in the United States. HBO had folded, right? HBO folded. And with that, went any exclusivity deal they had with golden boy. So golden boy also wasn't going to get an exclusive deal with a U.S. broadcaster. Right. So really what they should have done, and this is hindsight's 2020, but they should learn from the past to look at the future. Really, what they should have done was say, hey, Eddie, I know you're interested in going into the U.S. market. What kind of fights can you put on for us there? Uh, Well, you know, I'd like to uh, put on Mikey Garcia, uh, Jesse Vargas. No, thank you. We don't like that one. uh, come again. Well, you know, we'd like to put on uh, Anthony Joshua at Madison Square Garden. I'll buy that. Give me that one. I like that one. Well, you got it. Here's a check. Boom. Uh, 
the zone. I, 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 next fight I'd like to put on is uh, Demetrius Andrade against name your opponent you don't care about. <laughs> no, no, sorry, Eddie. We're not going to buy that one. Uh, I'd like to put on Katie Taylor, Jessica McCaskill. Write me a check. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna write you a check for that one. No problem at all. No problem. We'll give you that. We'd love to give you that one. Well, what do you got next for us, Eddie? Uh, you know, I'm thinking about putting on uh, Mikey Garcia against Sandor uh, Martin. <laughs> nah, we don't like that one. Well, what else you got for us? Uh, whoa, I. I I'm also thinking about putting on a Chocolatito against Estrada. I love that. Give give me some of that. Here's a check. Make it happen. You you guys see what I'm saying? Right? Are you guys seeing what I'm saying? King Jimbo says, if the zone got 10 million subscribers in the USA, they'd never have jumped to pay-per-view with the global shutdown and them losing several investors and tons of global subs. They were forced onto pay-per-view. Yeah. I understand that. I understand that. The 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 pandemic was definitely an issue, but I think uh they 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 also fucked up with what I was just saying. I think they fucked up. Right? I, I think they fucked up with that. And, you know? Fucked up. I think I definitely think they fucked up with that. All right. Uh next one. Team Batman boxing. The guaranteed content was needed, though, Eddie and Oscar to start off, they would have been Triller. And where did Triller go? Where did... Where did Triller go? No, they could have gone to Triller and Triller would have folded like they ended up doing, like a cheap suit. And it would have been running back to the zone for, for, for money to put on a fight. Right? Uh... Eddie, what you got for us? Uh, I like. I'd like to put on Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. against Daniel Jacobs. Uh, how much? How much do you need for that, Eddie? That sounds interesting. Uh, you know, I, I got. I, I need about seven to eight million to put that on. Now you could take that shit to Triller. We, we don't like that one. We don't like that one. I mean, if if your best alternate, if your best alternative to getting a site fee, sorry, not a site fee, but a but a broadcast fee from the zone is, you know what, the zone, you can go shove it, right? You can go fuck off, and I'm gonna just take myself to Triller. Okay. I'm Mister the Zone right now. Have at it, horse. Good luck. Good luck with that. Because we all saw what happened to George Gambosis against Teofimo Lopez, did we not? I I distinctly remember not one, not two, 
not three, but at least four cancellations of that fight when it was on Triller. That's that's what I remember. If if your best option other than doing what I'm saying, and again, I missed the zone here, is well, you know, I don't like it. I want millions to put on this fight, and if you don't buy it, I'm going to go to Triller. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Good luck with that. King Jimbo paid tens of millions. I'm guessing you're saying for Mikey and Chavez Jr. in non-relevant fights was a big mistake. Paying guys like Andrade and Haney $4 million to fight nobodies that generated zero interest, another mistake. Triple G, another mistake. Nah, you're 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 one hundred percent correct, right? One hundred percent correct. Team Batman boxing. I definitely agree, though. They should have also also go after showing big fights with other promotions. One hundred percent. And there've been fights, multiple fights. Right? Uh, Ioka Tanaka. I I was up at 2 a.m. looking for streams for that. And it was an epic fight. Well, epic performance by by Kazuto Ioka. Right? George H., right? You're absolutely right. Triller couldn't even keep the Jake Paul business. 100%. Pugilum, they just got to excel at their own lane. Bring us consistency. Like a Tuesday night fights, I'm guessing you're saying boxing uh, degenerates watch them all. Put look, I'm gonna say it like this before I go to the next comment. Boxing fans watch anything boxing. I think we can all agree on that. If you're a boxing fan, if there's boxing on, you're gonna watch the boxing. So the zone could have literally put on any championship fight. From minimum weight up to heavyweight and bid and bid on those fights individually one on one on one. We would have watched it. Right? The churn rate that the zone expected, right? To exceed the burn rate in terms of the cash that they were investing in boxing did not occur. Because they didn't just want to bring in the boxing fans, of which there were relatively few compared to the other sports, they also wanted to bring in the casuals. Right? But you know what? Mikey Garcia fights don't bring you in the casuals. Dimitri Andrade fights don't bring you in the casuals. Believe it or not, and I love Eddie, I love uh, 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 Devin Haney as a fighter. And I like, I love Eddie Earn as a promoter too. But Haney fights don't bring in the casuals. Canelo fights, yes. But now Canelo's behind the paywall. Triple G fights bring in a casual fan base when he's in against Canelo. 
did Triple G versus Rolls bring in the casuals? <laughs> Absolutely not. I mean, absolutely not. Salute, D-South. Thank you so much for the super chat, brother. Everyone, make sure you check out D-Style Boxing. All right? D-Style Boxing. So Team Batman saying, no, I'm saying the zone would have essentially been Triller, which is trash without Matchroom and Golden Boy. Triller is trash, period. The only thing Triller's done, honestly, uh, has been those versus things. And by the way, I've heard that the last few of those have been really bad anyways. Their boxing was atrocious. It was embarrassing. It was insulting to boxing fans. I mean, they got Ray Flores out there looking like a fool, right? trying to suck up to Snoop Dogg and make all kind of jokes about people smoking marijuana. Okay, whatever. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. And by, by the way, you know, you want to know how you can easily tell it what didn't work out? Jim Lampley, they brought him on. He took one look at what they were doing. I'm like, you know what? You want me to do that? I'm just going to do this. That's what Jim Lampley did. He got the hell up out of Dodge. So let's not let's not talk about about Triller. Like they're irrelevant. They they're 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 irrelevant. <laughs> or maybe they're not. King Jim, at least to King Jimbo. King Jimbo says sad thing is Triller had more success to the zone. Triller pay-per-views with Tyson and Jake Paul did big numbers. They also didn't lose anywhere near the money. Well, yeah, they made a lot of money, I believe, on the Jake Paul pay-per-view and on the uh, Jones versus uh, Tyson pay-per-view. Pusism wanted to see that Barriga fight on Pro Box with Pauline and Roy, but so many steps to navigate and purchase. The zone got to lock up those Pro Box tier events. 100%. I mean, go to Pro Box and be like, yo, Pro Box TV, all of these, like, regional title fights you're putting on and, and whatnot, just we'll buy those. Here's a check. Boom. Right? But the problem for zone has been the exclusivity deal. The exclusivity deal. As Jimbo said, and these are the views of Jimbo, by the way, they hitched their wagon to a cokehead in Oscar and someone new to the American market in her. Right? I mean, I, yeah, Jim Lampley split. They announced him as one of their commentators and he like looked at what they were, the trash they were putting on. I mean, Jim Lampley doesn't need the money. Jim Lampley's set for life. Jim Lampley's good. Like, Jim Lampley's known for the, literally the net legendary nights that he had on HBO, right? You re- really think Jim Lampley wants the last memory of him in boxing to be Ray Flores making uh, Al Bernstein's getting contact high jokes while Snoop Dogg is burning, burning blunts? 
I can tell you right now that that's not the case. So, look, here's what needs to happen. They got hustled. Shout out to Eddie Hearn. I mean, that, that, that was the ultimate hustle move. All right? Hustle of the millennium in the sport of boxing. Let, let, you're going to finance my expansion into the U.S., right? You're going to buy Mikey Garcia fights. You're going to buy Devin Haney fights. You're going to buy Demetrius Andrade fights. You're going to buy a lot of like women's boxing fights and uh, fights in lower weight classes. You're going to buy all of that stuff, right? And finance my entire operation. And then when it comes time to the potentially the biggest fight that your network will have ever put on, Usyk, AJ2, Redemption, AJ trying to get that get back from Usyk, uh, I'm going to set up a situation where I'm going to make more money by selling it to the Saudis who are then going to resell it to Sky. <laughs> Hustle of the millennium in the sport of boxing. Not even close. Not even close. Mikey Garcia, Sandor Martin, the zone finance that. <laughs> Every single Boo Boo Andrade fight, the zone finance that. <laughs> All of the Devin Haney fights pre Jojo Diaz, which was a great fight, the zone finance that. <laughs> and then the zone didn't get the fight with George Gambosis Jr. in Australia. <laughs> they didn't get the fight with AJ and Usyk that's about to happen in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Biggest hustle of the millennium right there. Right? So moving forward, again, what do they have to do? They have to get out of the exclusive deals. Right? Let those run out with with Matchroom. Pick and choose what you're going to put on. Let it run out with Golden Boy. Pick and choose what you're going to put on. Next time they bring you a Sandor Martin fight against Mikey Garcia, you got to say, excuse me, what was that? Because this is all I'm hearing. Talk to me about a real fight. And at the same time, go over to Al Hayden. Hey, Al. Uh, you don't have a fight happening uh, on on Showtime right now because Showtime schedule's full, right? Well, we've got a lot of slots because all we really got going on here is like snooker, darts, uh, some cricket at times, you know, and, and uh, the so, some other sports that very few people in the United States care about. So we're 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 gonna give you a a slot. What 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 week what week works well for you? You tell us, because we're wide open over here. Deontay Wilder's comeback fight? I heard Showtime's pretty booked up. We got whatever week you want. Let's talk. Let's do business. Calendar's empty right now. We'll we'll slot you right in. We'll slot you right in. I I noticed that Andy Ruiz is going to be on pay-per-view again. 
next time that situation pops up, give us a call. We'll slot you right in. Shelton Moore, what's good, brother? I see you popping on behind the scenes. Yeah, man. And you ranching this morning, brother. What's going on? I ain't heard you like this in a minute. (laughs) Well, I mean, look, I'm I'm a teacher, man, and I'm I'm on summer break, and I, I can still... Pay attention when, when like, bad business is, is going on and bad business that can potentially hurt us as boxing fans. Because, believe it or not, I want the zone to stay in the market, bro. Well, yeah. here's the thing with the zone, right? The cards, you're correct, are not for casuals. But if you're a true boxing fan, they, they, they put on some nice cards, man. There's been some great fights. We had a fight of the year candidate on the, on the zone with Wood and uh, Conlon. Yeah. That's the fight of the year candidate. Uh, we had an upset of the year candidate with Bivol and Canelo, which I told all of y'all he was going to get his ass beat, but nobody wanted to listen. You did. You said it right here. You told it to me. You told it to Kenny T. You absolutely did. Right. Uh, the thing is, if the fight, like Tony and AJ, I understand why they did it. It's messed up that Sky got the bid to broadcast in the UK and they lost it, but that's fine. You know, to be honest, I don't give a damn about the UK. I'll get to watch the fight here on the zone. So that's all I care about. But are you sure about that? Are you yeah, sure? He, are you yeah, sure? we're going to see the fight here. In, in in America, you will be able to see the fight on the zone. Now, they might make you pay for it, but, they have but it. you will be able to see it. If you go to the zone's website, right? If you go to the zone's web, website, Shelton, that, that, they have not put that fight up as being on the zone. Wow, I gotta check that out. Yeah, I'll I'll go to it in real time. It, it yeah. has it. They have not, and it was interesting to me, right? Because I was noticing at all of the press conferences, right, that they hadn't put the broadcast partners on there, right? But they had no problems putting the broadcast partner up when it was Bivol and Canelo. Which, by the way, guess what? Bivol and Canelo is in what month? September. Yeah, right. And AJ and Ruiz is in, sorry, AJ and, and Usyk is in what month? August. Right. So they've announced the broadcaster for a September fight, but have not announced the broadcaster for the August fight. That's a good point. That's an excellent point. You are absolutely right. We might not. We and now, now, if they sign this guy to a $100 million long-term deal yep. and don't broadcast his rematch fight on the zone. Right. They'll lose all credibility in America. They will. That's the thing. They will. Right? I, I, I agree. I agree with you. Right? Um, Lennox believes that it's likely gonna be on the zone. He he, he oh, but my my question is and why hasn't it why hasn't they put that up yet? Facts. That's the question. Yeah. Guess what? The Saudis can sell it to whoever they want. Exactly. Because they pay for it. They paid for it. The reason it's on Sky is because the Saudis sold it to Sky. Right. The reason it's not on the zone in the UK or here in the US is because the Saudis have not sold it to the zone. Well, the zone better come up with some cash. Right. They want to keep credibility in America if they even care about it. See, that's the thing. That's what we have to understand also. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the zone, their their investors and their corporate uh their corporate heads don't really care about the American market because they're a worldwide platform. People forget that. People never mention that. You have. I've heard you mention that a few times. But yeah. people don't 
don't mention that the, the zone is a worldwide platform. Yes, it is. They may have shitty numbers in America, but they don't mean they have shitty numbers everywhere else. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up their their schedule real quick, right? And we'll look at what they're doing in in boxing. Um, and I'll share my screen so we can all have a look at it right here, and we'll see what what they got coming up over here. So, if I go to their calendar, right, their schedule, uh, all sports. I'm gonna strictly put it as boxing. Uh, in the month of July, we've got Chisora versus Pulev two. Decent uh, fight, not a yeah. banger, but decent. No, it's 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 a it's a pretty good fight, and yeah, and the calendar doesn't even let you look beyond the month of July. Exactly, exactly. Well, maybe they'll they'll pull a rabbit out and start promoting it in uh, August because you know the Canelo Bevo fight. They started promoting that. That happened what in May. Or April. The the fight happened in May. Uh, yeah. The promotion for the event happened. I want I want to say like late February. They started to really ramp up the promotion for that. I could be wrong. Right. I don't really remember one hundred. February March. Yeah, I yeah. know they had the press conference in March, and then they the fight was in May. I really didn't start seeing it on the zone until like about April. Is when they really started pushing it. Yes. So they still have time, but again, they're going to have to like outpay or overpay from what they probably would have wanted to pay for this because Eddie decided to sell the rights to the Saudis. See, that that's the hustle right there. Eddie sold the fight to the Saudis uh, when he's got an exclusive broadcast partner. But here's the problem. Do we know? Because, you know, like, you know, we, we speculate and we say things and we look at common sense, which is good. True. But we're not in that boardroom. So do we know if Eddie had a choice in the matter? Because, you know, those Saudi businessmen are, are, are shrewd and they want what they want, especially when they're paying for it. No, 100%. I mean, he went to get the biggest site deal he could possibly get because he gets paid out of that site deal, probably about 20%. Right. So he's he's got to figure out he's, he's got to figure out what they want and he's got to give them what they want. To the detriment of what the zone wants. <laughs> exactly. He has to. The zone, the zone didn't give him eighty million dollars. The Saudis did. Yeah, that they, they they gave him that for Ruiz Joshua too, right? And for exactly. this, one, it's supposed to be like one hundred twenty million. Exactly. So like if I'm giving you, I'm just saying common sense, my maestro. If I'm giving you one hundred twenty million dollars, you're going to do what I say, when I say, and how I say. This is true. Uh, but the other side of the equation is the zone cut a check for about a billion dollars. Most of it going towards going towards uh, Eddie and some of it going towards Oscar. Uh, right. And it completely financed Eddie Hearn's entry and arrival into the United States. So exactly. yeah, I get, I get it. You took the money from the Saudis to get the best deal you could to get that big site fee. But you did it at the expense of the zone. Right. Who, by the way, it's like right now, why are you even going to be loyal to Eddie? What I want to see the zone do is go reach out to Al Heyman and start putting these bullshit pay-per-view fights that on are the on the pay-per-view. Put those motherfucking fights on the zone. Exactly. Exactly. That's why I was saying in the, in the comments earlier, people act like, you know, because let's let's be honest. 
you know, I don't think Wilder's very good. But he is the biggest name in American heavyweight boxing, period. He is. He can go and make a deal and do whatever he wants to do. PBC can't control him. He can do whatever he wants. Now, if they decide to make that fight, say Joshua wins, he gets his titles back. Yep. And they decide to make that fight. You don't think Wilder will go to the zone to get that money? I think I think that he should go to the zone to get that money, but he also didn't go to do it the first time when apparently they put like a hundred million dollars in front of him for three fights and he refused to do it. You you remember And that. I bet you, and I bet you he regrets that to this day. He must regret that. Remember the deal was put together between Lou DeBella and John Skipper, who at the time was the head of the zone, and Lou DeBella right. at the time was on paper the promoter. And right. apparently, if you listen to Lou, that cost him his job. Yeah, it did. It did. You know? I mean, I've never heard of a guy losing his job because he takes you, uh, he, 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 he takes a, a nine-figure deal to you and you 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 reject it and then fire him. But well, what Wilder did, what Wilder did, honestly, what Wilder did was play him. Wilder went over there just to see what they would offer. Once he, got- he saw what they would offer, then he had leverage against Showtime and PBC. Look, they go offer me this. So you got to give me this or I'm going over there. Yeah, they gave him twenty million plus to fight uh, Brazil. Something that would exactly. something that would have never happened if it weren't for the fact that the zone put up an offer to him. I agree. So look, we're on the same page. Exactly. Exactly. Essentially, like we want to see the zone expand its horizons a little bit now beyond Matchroom and Golden Boy because they, their investment into Matchroom and Golden Boy to me isn't looking very good. Yeah, they're gonna have to if they want to survive, bro. Yeah. They're going to have to. Me, to me, as boxing fans, we should want to see it because with all due respect to uh, Andy Ruiz and Luis Ortiz, that fight should not be on pay-per-view. I would rather no, see that it should on, be the- on Fox. That should be on Fox on a Saturday afternoon. Exactly. And the only reason it's not on Fox is because Fox is refusing to pay these minimums and is out of the PBC game. So, Well, Fox, you know, people don't understand. People, people don't really understand what Fox is. Fox is a news organization. They got the NFL. They got Major League Baseball. They got college basketball. They don't give a fuck about boxing. They didn't give a shit about the UFC, if you remember. No, they didn't. You said baseball, too, right? Because they got that as well. Yeah, they got baseball. They got the All-Star game. They got uh, playoffs. They don't give a fuck about boxing. You know what I'm saying? Now, if we can fit boxing in, and you guys want to capitulate to our demands, that's fine. But other than that, we're not giving you no money for that shit. We don't care about it. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Shelton, I'm going to get going here pretty soon. But, All right, uh, brother. I just, I'm at work anyway. I just want to chime in. I see you got the health and safety high vibe vest on. So uh, Yes, sir. Yes, sir. You have God. a great day, brother. As always, good talking to you, my astro. I'll catch you on the next one, bro. You too, fam. Take care. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. All right, that was the one and only Shelton Moore joining us. All right, so look, th- here's here's the here's my thesis in a nutshell. The zone, they're looking like fools right now. All right, they're looking like fools because they signed exclusivity deals with Golden Boy and with Matchroom that led to them buying a lot of fights that cost them a lot of money 
and their books prove that. You know, I remember when, and then let me finish the thesis, then I'll go on a little bit, and then I'll end this. So they've lost a lot here, right? And these fights likely did not lead to subs equaling money, right? Given the fact that their major shareholder had to inject billions of dollars just to keep them afloat operationally. That was a mistake, all right, and now the tables have been turned on them to where they don't even get to put on AJ after made press release after press release, visual after visual, poster after poster, tweet after tweet, Instagram post after Instagram post about the AJ signing. So they do all of that marketing about the AJ signing only to not get to put on the next AJ fight. And at which point, at best, well, one at best, but likely, I think AJ's going to lose this fight and they're going to be essentially televising his comeback against who? Guys that aren't even aligned to Matchroom or currently to the zone, but to other outlets. Big mistake. What they need to do moving forward, right? be more selective about the fights that they're buying, put on fights like Dani Nietes and Kazuto Ioka too, which by the way, doesn't have a broadcast partner, pick up as many of those fights as they can and reach out to big Al, right? Al Heyman, who's lost Fox and say, look, we've got all of these slots. Look at our calendar. It's empty. We've got nothing going on here with our calendar. Literally nothing going on here with our calendar, right? Not much anyway. So we'll, we'll find you the slots because there ain't much going on over here. All right? There's not much going on over here. Definitely not when you talk about boxing. Like, there's very little going on over here right now. And we, we just lost the biggest potential fight that we could have had. So there we go. Thank you, everybody. All right, I, I appreciate all you guys watching. Uh, this was Punchlines, all right? If you don't know, now you know, all right? And I'm out of Gorilla than the planet of the apes. I ride a punchline and plan it on your face. Eat a punch that you ain't even got a taste. Here's a shot that you ain't even got a chase.